to St. Francis alumni and St. Francis alumni only. Um, welcome to episode four of Back to Badge Pod. Today's guest is Brianna, who I met in French class in high school, but we didn't talk and we didn't know each other. And then five years later, we got assigned to an accounting group project together. And here we are. So welcome to the podcast, Brianna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, it's yeah, it was great to work with you on this group project. Honest to God, it was like the best group project I've ever done. Um, it's been a pleasure. And I'm also kind of nervous. It's my first podcast, but I feel very honored to be here. Thank you for doing it. Appreciate it. I'm also very excited because this is your first time watching The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, isn't it? This is my first time watching The Bachelorette. Um, I watched, I started watching The Bachelor for Peter's season, unfortunately, and then almost gave up on the whole thing. But then I watched Matt's season, which was also kind of chaos. Um, But here we are. And yeah, I've never watched The Bachelorette. So this is all new to me. So maybe take some of my opinions with a grain of salt. But hopefully I can bring a a fresh perspective on some stuff. How are you finding The Bachelorette compared to The Bachelor? Um, Because I know a lot of times like the house dynamics are just different having 20 girls versus 20 guys yeah it's definitely like not what I expected I feel like also I've just heard like a lot of people they tend to say like oh like having all those women in a house like they're so dramatic they're so catty but like I'm finding that the men are like very dramatic and also very catty so um it's almost been like similar in that sense uh, like different than what I expected um but I'm really liking it like I think I also just really like Katie um, and I think she's handling it really well. So that's kind of what I've seen so far. Yeah, I kind of agree that I have found this season in particular of The Bachelorette to be super dramatic. And I mean, every season is, but this season is seems pretty bad for that in general. There's some potsters in the cast for sure, which I mean, I love. It's It's good entertainment. I think like the other thing that happens is someone will be the villain for a while and then usually it takes the lead a few weeks to get rid of them and so the drama kind of settles into being the same thing and with Katie having eliminated guys so quickly it's just like the drama's coming at her so fast um it's kind of like you know you have a suitcase and you just pack it till it's full and you think you don't need a bigger suitcase and you just pack it till it's full it's kind of like you think you can get rid of the drama and that's it. And it's like, no, the drama just creates itself when there's room. Exactly. It's been like whiplash, like something new every episode. Like I feel like I was hardly over what happened with Carl. And then all of a sudden we moved on to Thomas and I'm like, Oh my, I can't keep up with all of this. But um, is it true that sometimes production like asks them to keep around specific people like the bachelor or bachelorette to like keep the drama? Like I kind of got that vibe with Victoria from Matt's season. Is that, true or is that just like a rumor I don't think that's confirmed to my knowledge um I don't think there's necessarily been a need to um kind of like this season you'll see like she's been getting rid of people and there's still lots of drama I do think they'll sometimes introduce people or set people up to create more drama in the house but I think for the most part the leads can get rid of who they want Although that also might have changed in more recent years because it does seem like something where they kept them around longer before. And then in more recent years, the leads have kind of been doing whatever they want. So 
Interesting. I don't know. Interesting. We'll see what happens. I do appreciate that she's recognizing the red flags and she's cleaning house, but yeah, it's poor girls dealing with a lot. <laughs> so maybe let's start with the group date and just chat through that. So we had a truth or dare challenge where the day portion was the dare and the evening portion was truth, which I think they've done in past seasons as well. Although this looked like one of the nicest dare dates I've seen with a carb station and a waxing station. I'm like, this sounds like a spa day to me, but <laughs> I know, right? I saw the waxing and I was like, come on guys, like that doesn't hurt that much. Like <laughs> I'm like, do you know how much we pay for that? (laughs) Exactly. A free wax session? Like, you cannot complain about that. Christian was waxing Trey, and he's like, a one and a two and a -a rip-a-doody-doo. And I thought that was so funny. (laughs) That was really funny, especially that they chose his butt to do it. Just added the (laughs) entertainment value. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Um, Was there anyone who stood out to you on that date as doing really well from the day portion, I guess, or anything else like that? Um, that's a good question. I feel like, um, Andrew seemed to like have a good impression on her. Like she seemed to be enjoying like interacting with him and like that, like uh sweet nothings thing. Like I personally don't love the accent. I think it's like, I, I'm like kind of on the fence, but I'm not loving how much he's using it, but she seemed to like it. So like, fair enough. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Like that Greg did almost kind of poorly like he like <laughs> the sweet nothings I was like that's an ick Greg like that was not good but I still love him but he was just listing stuff off for like as long as he could just all the different states and in like a Texan accent I was like Greg <laughs> he was so cute when he was eating the pepper and like chugging his like jug of milk and he's like I have a sensitive tummy <laughs> poor Greg oh my god I was worried he was gonna hurl but it was so sweet because they got to like the proposal part and he's just like I love you so much I couldn't believe it I was like oh my god I was so shocked when he said that I was like is this part of the whole gig or is this like is he kind of hinting that he is falling for like I was like this seems really soon but it's also pretty cute he was crying but probably from the pepper (laughs) (laughs) it seemed um like when you're just like in pain and you have no filter and I think he kind of knew it wouldn't be taken seriously but I sort of feel like he meant it so and yeah I think that she like was definitely gushing like it seems like and I'm sure we'll get into this later but it seems like she's like really into him um yeah so I think despite him kind of not nailing all the challenges I I think I think overall it was just a very fun concept I thought for for a group date I was very entertained yeah and I think all the guys were really game with it and you know like as bad as Craig's sweet nothing challenge was like he was actually trying um mm. and I think that's all they ever really look for is that everyone's kind of playing the game and having fun and trying so that exactly. was pretty funny and yeah some big proposal they didn't really show very many of the other ones but I'm sure they were all kind of fine just not as forward as that one maybe but it does seem fairly reciprocated so Mm -hmm. I will say like I think you you guys kind of talked about this in the first episode but I I really love honestly the dynamic with the co-hosts with Tasha and Caitlin like I think that it's like so fun and like refreshing that they're kind of just there and like having fun like it almost seems like a group of like really good girlfriends and like 
they're there to support her. And I just, I think that they add a lot of value in my opinion. Um, also like their outfits, like that Western outfit from like an episode or two ago, like Chris Harrison could never, like they, I think it's really <laughs> fun and I really enjoy them. Yeah, I think they do really well on dates like this. Um, and even later in this episode, I think they kind of pulled their weight, but I'm not sure. And we'll get into it. I'm not sure they're, they handle the serious moments as well as Chris Harrison does, but I did really enjoy having them on this date. Um, and yeah, not too much else I think of note from that date. Just a lot of fun, really. A lot of guys hanging out. I guess we can touch on the evening portion of the date. Not too much happened except Andrew and Trey basically disagreed on whether or not they should bring up Thomas with her and what they thought. Ultimately, Trey did end up bringing it up to her, and then that all comes into play later in the rose ceremony. But I was just curious what you, like whose side you'd be on or what you would have done with that. Yeah, I was I was kind of torn because I kept going back and forth where I can see where both sides are coming from. Um, I do think... <laughs> it's it's so tough like I see where Trey's coming from because like they're seeing this side of of Thomas that she maybe isn't because on a one-on-one situation like he is like really charming um and I think he is good at manipulating so maybe they were worried that she wasn't going to pick up on that um however like I think it was Andrew that said like she also is a smart girl like she's been making these decisions and I think she would have figured it out uh, maybe it would have taken longer than this episode but I think she maybe would have figured out that Thomas is like a little bit sus, but I don't know. It's, it also just kind of seemed like Trey, like he says he was like looking out for her, but he seemed, it was almost like he, he went and tattled on someone and then got a gold star. Like he was like, he got that, that rose and he seemed really pumped about it. And I was like, were you actually bringing this up because you are looking out for her? Did you just want to like be the guy to bring it up and, and get the rose? But it's, that's a tough one. Yeah, I I originally, like, fully was on board with Andrew and that, like, unless she's explicitly asking for your opinion, um, like, generally, I think the rule of thumb is to kind of stay out of it on The Bachelor because, like, not so far in this season, but in a lot of other seasons, the person who brings it up ends up going home half the time. Like, generally, it's not even just, oh, I'm worried about my time. It's, like, they'll drag each other down and someone will get sent home and then the other person will go home, like, a week later. And it generally doesn't end well for either party. But it's just, like, and I've mentioned this in previous episodes where, and part of this is the way Katie reacts to it, too, but it's really, like, frustrating to me that someone will be, like, I don't like this guy. And they'll be like, oh, a bunch of us don't like him. And I'm like, well, you're living together, so you're going to, like, gang up on each other. And then she's just like, oh, okay. I think I'll, like, send them home. And I feel like she's not, like, she's completely trusting what these guys are telling her. And it's just really frustrating because I'm like, this is your decision. And you don't need to be giving someone a rose for tattling on someone else. Like, I kind of agree with Andrew that, like, he hasn't, like, done anything like so black and white that you think she needs to go home or even just to like tell her these guys are not just saying like hey I maybe noticed this they're like we as a house think this and I'm like that's like weird like you as a house aren't dating each other yeah I I totally agree like it's setting kind of a dangerous 
precedent where it's like mm-hmm. maybe the other guys are like oh idea like if I tattle on someone I might get that rose I might be seen like in her favor and she's gonna like just listen to me and send the guy home like it's just it could really really backfire on her and it's gonna end up I think with just so much drama of like like her whole I guess we'll get into this later but like the rose ceremony and like all of the little one-on-ones during the rose ceremony were just all about about Thomas like hey just wanted to let you know like I really don't like Thomas it's just like oh my god you guys like I get that he's kind of shady but like you can't say that like none of you had the thought that you might want to be bachelor like you can't I feel like that's like some other people there probably had that thought I think a lot of people do yeah and like the other part I don't understand is this literally came out last week on Nick Bile's date and Katie was there like the first few things he said that like tripped all those other guys off like Katie heard it and she was like okay and like talked to him and then didn't really do anything about it or she already had that inkling and then the other guys took it upon themselves to like blow it up into like a full-blown shit storm and like go back and forth and rehash and then they go back to Katie and they're like well Thomas said this and I'm like she heard him say that. I don't understand why she's so shocked by it now. Like, you literally heard him say that last week. So, like, how is this even drama? Like, why does this even need to be brought up? That's a really good point that she was, it's not like she was completely in the dark. Like, he literally, I don't know why he admitted it to her. I feel like he could have saved himself a lot of grief by just keeping that to himself. Like, no one would have known. But, yeah, she was there, like, I think kind of like I said like I think she's smart enough to like she would have realized if he really was kind of only there for the platform I think she would have figured it out eventually it's just the guys were I think just looking to get out another dude from the house but yeah and maybe why don't we just go ahead and fully dive into the Thomas stuff and get through the rose ceremony and then we can circle back to to Blake at the end I think because like we may as well just hash through this now <laughs> get it over with uh, get it, it like over with of, more than half of the episode was just thomas 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 but. it was a ton of time the other thing i guess he does is he says oh i'm gonna go talk to katie before the rose ceremony and just address this and nip it in the bud and have this conversation and at first i was like that's great like i usually really like when they do that because i don't like when it gets really messy at the cocktail parties but then I realized that by doing that, he actually took up, like he didn't go early enough for it to not impact the cocktail party. Like he basically just monopolized her for a while at the beginning and then a bunch of guys didn't get time. And so, I mean, if I was him, I would do the same thing and try and get that like dedicated time to like go through stuff. And I don't even necessarily think it was any worse than dealing with it at the cocktail party, but it's still... Like, you're, everyone's going to be so annoyed, obviously, when you make her late like that. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, until, I don't remember who said it, but they're like, it's already midnight. Like, that is insane. Like, first off, how long these nights are in general. Like, I feel like I'd be asleep by the time it started. But, yeah, yeah. like, that, like, it, and it completely just kind of threw her off, I feel like, for the rest of the night. And then the whole night was just spent talking about him. I'm, like, shocked how many of these guys just, like, continue to be like oh we're protecting you i think andrew was like rightly concerned about getting a rose like some of those guys i think would have possibly gone roses if they had, had more time with her and like there were guys i thought like i thought christian would get a rose and he didn't and 
they're like, oh, that's okay, because Thomas went home. And I'm like, I don't know if your feelings are very strong, if you're really taking your time to, like, talk to her about this. Like, um, Michael already has a rose, and he didn't talk to her about that. He's like, this is just, like, an additional burden they're putting on her by constantly bringing it up. Like, she gets it. Yeah. I do think it was so cute when Michael was, like, so, because it seemed really genuine that he was just, like, concerned about her, because she's like distraught and every single cocktail party it seems like she's stressed and so for him to like check on her and like think about how this is all affecting her like I love that he kind of brought that like very mature perspective of like this is all very dramatic and this is really negatively impacting her like and then he went and checked on her I thought that was so cute I like I'm obsessed with him and similar to like the last episode I was crying all of last episode (laughs) with his stuff like I really I really respected him for that yeah, I think it kind of showed his maturity compared to some of the other guys. Like, you have Aaron, who's just, like, absolutely making all these statements about me. He's like, Thomas is the worst. Thomas needs to go. Like, this is a disaster. And Mike's just like, like, Michael's like, how are you, Katie? Like, would you like to not rehash, like, the worst week of your life again? <laughs> like, was, was that Aaron who was like, don't yell at me. Be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. Yeah, a lot of these dudes are really showing their age. Like, a lot of them are kind of young, like, 26, like, mid-20s. And some of them are kind of showing it. Like, a lot of them, I think, just love the drama. Yeah, and I think even it's... Even if you don't, like, love the drama, you just... Like, it's not like you've gone through so many things, a lot of them, that you can more easily step back and be like, it's okay, it's not that big of a deal. Like, maybe this is, like, a huge deal if you haven't had, like, stuff like this happen before and whatever, and you're, like, so offended by yelling at each other. And he's like, don't yell at me. He's like, I can yell if I want. Oh, my God. It was definitely entertaining, though, but I think I am glad that he got the boot and in the way that it did, because I thought I didn't expect that. Um, but I'm glad that we're done with him now and, like, hopefully we can just move on. But... Um, I was not expecting if we could jump to like the elimination. Like I was not expecting that. Has that ever happened? Like something kind of that dramatic, I guess. I don't think I've ever seen them flip it around that much. So like they all got ready for the rose ceremony. They're all standing on the risers. And then before they're about to start, Thomas comes out and I thought he was going to pull her aside but instead he basically just makes this announcement where he says like, I'm sorry, Katie, if I've had like moments of not being here for the right reasons. And like, I'm sorry to everyone in the house for like the moments where I've like disrespected and belittled you. And then after that, like they do all the roses and Katie calls him up and you think he's getting a rose. And then she just basically is like, how dare you? leave and sends him out after calling him up with a rose in her hand and I've never seen that before like I mean I haven't watched every single season but I have not seen that in like the last five years that was like insane like I it was kind of with the cliffhanger of like she's called his name and everyone was like what like this is kind of bizarre and then cuts to after the commercial and like I kind of thought it was a little bit over the top Cause like, I don't yeah. think he necessarily did anything like that bad. Like I didn't like him, but I, <laughs> I mean, I guess he like made his bed, got a line it kind of thing, but 
I wonder if it was like kind of nail in the coffin when he made that announcement because it was almost like it kind of showed how manipulative he was like it was very like I'm really sorry if I wasted anyone's time like fully well knowing that he did and was currently wasting people's time like I don't know yeah I think to me that statement came across as just being really like it was a very political thing to do and like if you were actually like a politician like it's great to kind of at least make those sorts of statements but there's like no need for you to do that when you're a contestant on this show like no one cares none of these guys like you like I think it was just too stiff and like too rehearsed and she just didn't appreciate it and didn't appreciate him like again taking up time I think um I'm kind of on the fence like I know what you mean though too when you say he didn't do anything that bad because to me like this whole time I don't think he's ever intentionally like necessarily manipulated her or lied to her like double crossed her like I think he's kind of been there like oh I'll take advantage of the situation and maybe be the bachelor and these guys are saying he's like lying back and forth but it's not like we never really see that on camera. Like they never show him saying two different things. They show him saying like different versions of the same kind of thing, but it's not so bad as like other seasons. They've had people who will literally like flip 180 and like, it's just so blatant. And to me, I'm like, this guy is obviously like greasy and schmoozy and kind of like trying to make everyone like him. But I don't know if he is really like, so manipulative like I guess he is I guess he is like emotionally manipulative but I don't like I don't really like him I'm glad he's not sticking around till the end but I'm really not sure like how bad he was or if he just kind of like got caught in the crossfires of like having put his foot in his mouth with like the wanting to be the bachelor thing exactly like I definitely didn't like him at all and yeah he was very like kind of I just didn't like the vibe he was giving off and it was kind of like gross he kind of yeah seemed kind of politician like in, in the way he would speak about stuff but it it almost seemed like just the reaction that he got from the house and then from Katie at the rose ceremony just if if you watch that with no context it would almost appear as if he like had like hooked up with her sister or something like it, it was like such a wild reaction I, I almost would have expected that maybe for like what Carl did where he kind of just straight up lied to her I don't know Mm -hmm. like it just seemed like a little bit like not what I was expecting I I definitely don't think he should have got a rose but I just I think he kind of was the scapegoat um and like yeah he put his foot in his mouth he wasn't necessarily like the best dude but I just (laughs) it was I did not expect the reaction that he got I'll put it that way like she called him up and he just she started ripping him and he just like deflated and slunk out. And I like almost felt bad for the guy because like, you're right. I'm like, like, sure. Send him home. But there's no need to like, I mean, maybe she felt differently because I guess her emotions were gone from very high to very low. And all of a sudden you think he's not there for you, but it seemed excessive to me. It seemed a little making a bit of a statement, but I don't know, because now what if she finds out some other guy has a girlfriend at home? What are you going to do then? How are you going to escalate this? Yeah, like, I feel like not, you really can't 
assume that like in today's day and age with social media, like there's going to be at least a few guys on this show that are there for their platform. Like it's unfortunate, but I feel like a lot of them probably are thinking that like, Hey, if this doesn't work out, maybe I'm the bachelor. Maybe I have a growing platform. Like maybe I go to bachelor in paradise, whatever it is, but I don't know. I just, I'm glad it's over with because it was just, it was too much of like one episode, one two hour episode. And all we got was a group date and a rose ceremony. Like that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was a lot. I mean, I guess we kind of said this. He seems like such a weak villain for this season to have, like, he's not really a villain. I'm very curious what will happen because even next episode, right? They're already teasing. They're like, oh, someone's getting hurt. Like someone's being really aggressive. And I'm like, of course, you just sent home the current villain. Now you have to have more drama and someone else has to look bad and just like continuing to send people home. Like at least you find that like when the same person sticks around for like five weeks and everyone hates them, like at least you can settle into it. But exactly. Yeah. Next episode looks like insane. And like, also, okay, this is a little bit off topic, but like, why do they keep doing physical group dates that are like either boxing or like wrestling or football? And then people get injured and they're like shocked. <laughs> you just put a bunch of dudes who've been in a house with each other for like a couple of weeks to do like a, a wrestling challenge and you're shocked that someone got hurt. Anyways, that's off topic, but. They always do it for like the bachelorette. They have so many like physical, physical challenges, but, and I think a lot of these guys, right? Like, when you're in the house you're limited like I don't think you have tv access you don't have any access to the outside world basically um which is why you see them just like working out all the time I think I don't even know if they used to always give them gym equipment but that's all they have to do like that's why there's so many like conversations happening when they're working out because like there's nothing else to do so I'm sure they're happy to play some sports for the most part and get out there that's a good point yeah And then the only other, I guess, really big thing that happened this episode was we finally got to see Blake, which they've been teasing for weeks since the first episode. So I guess you wouldn't have watched the season. I guess it was like Tasha's season and Claire's season, I guess, with Blake. So I'm curious what you think of him so far. (laughs) I like, um, I watched with my sister usually and and they've seen quite a few seasons so they've I think watched his season and they kind of filled me in I did a little bit of research but like (laughs) first impressions like I don't really like him I don't know why I can't put my (laughs) finger on it but I think it's also because he kind of looks like um oh my god what is that character from um Madagascar Makunga like that (laughs) lion (laughs) if you go I don't know why like that was what popped into my head but um I don't know, like, when I kind of did some more research, like, is it not weird for Tasha to, like, bring on an, an ex? Like, were they super close in their season? Like, what ended up happening with, with Tasha and Blake? Um, so what happened in that season is, like, Claire was there at the beginning, and Blake was there, and he kind of started getting to know Claire, and then Claire basically quit and ran off with Dale like a few episodes in or whatever so then Tasha came in and so then I think Blake stuck around for like one or two episodes like he was kind of in emotional turmoil and I think didn't want to like just pull himself out but I think after an episode or two it was like mutually clear that 
like this is not gonna work out and I need to go home kind of thing so I think like normally it would be really strange I think for someone to bring someone else on from their season but just given that I don't even think you could really even say that they dated and how that season went down with Claire and Tasha kind of switching like he didn't really date three bachelorettes like he was on one season and it's not his fault the lead quit halfway through and then one or two episodes in it was kind of like okay this isn't working like I'll go home or like okay. she sent him home but it wasn't I think it's a bit of a stretch to say that he like truly dated both of them seriously at all um, oh, okay it, they made it seem like the way they're saying like yeah you've dated you'll be dating three bachelorettes now, like, this is Tasha's ex, like, they made it seem like he was, like, really serious with her, so that's why I was, like, why is he being brought back? This seems weird, but I guess, like, fair enough. I just, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? I think, like, I remember not super loving him in that season, but I think the main reasons that I've always been annoyed by him is because, like, he kind of got really into Claire and then he didn't do well with Claire being basically only into Dale and all these other guys and then I think him then trying to date Tasha, it was just like so obvious you're like you are in no state to do this um but he's always very like kind of intense like I think he would do very poorly as the bachelor like I think he kind of like picks someone and is very set on them and it kind of seems that way with Katie too, where he, he said like, I think we have a great connection. And he's like, I'm here and I'm here for you. And like, I like him more seeing him removed from all the other guys and that like, I liked him more seeing him interact with Katie actually. Like one of my notes I wrote down, I'm like, producers, why did you bring Blake back? We don't like him that much. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes and I was like, I kind of like him. <laughs> like, I'm not really mad he's here anymore. Um, yeah, I think I might have had been primed going into this episode with my sisters being like, oh, we hated him. Like, why is he being brought back? So my first thought was like, oh my God, I hate him. But I, I, I have no context for that. Like, <laughs> he seems okay. Like, I'm not sure if I'm gonna, like, root for him. But I feel like he's gonna have a rough time being brought into the house with, with these guys. I feel like they're gonna be very mean to him. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. That's the thing. Like, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just really don't know if he, like, I don't know if TV is the place for him to be. And so he acknowledged that. He's like, I'll probably look like an idiot, but I want to try anyways. And I was like, okay, up to you. Um, and he's just, like, kind of a very scary-looking dude. I find, <laughs> like, he's brooding in the house. So we'll see if they um, can accept him. Like, at least I don't think he'll be stupid enough to, like, intentionally instigate things um but we'll see how he does he is from hamilton ontario like he's from canada so he's probably gone further than most other canadians on this show at least okay i didn't realize that um caitlin was from leduc so there's a few canadians that's not where she's from hmm. yeah but yeah i guess like I don't know. I'm going to try and go in with an open mind about, about Blake. I do. Th it seems like Hunter is going to be like after him next episode, like the Hunter's on a mission to hurt this man. It seems like at least that's the way they edited it, but I don't know. Blake's yeah. got a storm coming. 
Yeah. But I do think, like, from the minute she walked in, like, you could tell she was so into him. Like, she was so giggly. Like, obviously, there's a bit of a thing. Like, they said they DM'd before, but not, like, met in person or anything. As soon as she started, like, talking to him and hanging out, I'm like, oh, like, I think she, like, he's gonna stay because it was so clear that there was chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, I feel like he's gonna go decently far. I don't know if he'll make it all the way, but I don't know. what. <laughs> when he was saying, like, I was gonna come at the start of your season, but I wasn't sure. Like, I forget what he said his excuse was, but he's like, I would regret it forever if I don't reach out. Like, today, is that just for the drama of the season? I was very curious if that was just the producers. That seems to me like a production thing. Be it that they didn't nail down that this was going to happen, like, at the very beginning, like, whether it was still in the works or something. Um, Or they were like, okay, you can come, but, like, you don't come until, like, these weeks in or something. But there's no way that, like, the option was presented to, like, oh, let's have them walk in at the beginning. Like, they did this with Heather and Matt James' season, I think. I didn't actually watch it. But I think it was the same thing where she showed up, like, four or five weeks late or something. That was that poor girl. She quarantined for two weeks. She was, like, going crazy in her room. And then I'm pretty sure she got sent home, like, immediately, which was really sad. But do they Mm -hmm. just do that every season where they, at some point, bring in someone new? Or has that been, like, because I know what happened in Peter's season, and I think, and that season for sure is that like something that they just love to do for the drama of it all did it happen in peter's season or maybe was it oh i think it was hannah they had her was it hannah who came in and did stuff like hannah brown yeah that was worse because they literally dated for so long like that was a disaster um, but I, I think it's just been in recent seasons where they've kind of like introduced someone else as a contestant. Okay. It is, it, it, I mean, like, I see where they're coming from and doing it. It adds so much just kind of easy drama. Like they know it's going to cause a reaction every time. So yeah, and, I mean, it looks like it does. So yeah, yeah, a fun episode next week. Yeah, I agree. And I'm very curious to see how far he goes. We need to talk about when she went to go get Blake to tell him the news that he could stay. She knocks on his door and he's like disheveled, like (laughs) won't come out from behind the door. And she's like, oh, do you have a robe you can put on or something? And he's like, yeah. And like shuts the door. And then he comes out in a hoodie, but like still just his boxers. (laughs) Like he did not solve the problem. That was so funny. I mean, I guess it would have been probably like, what, like two, three in the morning? Like, it would have been late at that point. But like, yeah, I, he, he was definitely not, you could tell he he like legitimately had just woken up and was like, very disoriented. Yeah. That yeah. was so funny. And then he, she's asking like, what were you doing while she waited for him to find a robe or put on clothes? He put on a hoodie and had a breath mint. Oh and my those God. were his like high priority items. No pants, though. No pants. Oh, that's funny. And it's funny, too, because I don't know. 
Like, I don't even know if they would have mic'd him up before they knocked on the door. Like, I, I guess probably not. They'd probably knock on the door and have the mic over the door. And then after that, they'd probably go in and, like, properly mic him up. But I just thought that was so funny. Yeah, he seemed, like, he seemed properly bamboozled. And she <laughs> knocked, like, it was just, that's a good, good entertainment. They probably told him to go to bed. They're probably like, oh, it'll be tomorrow when she stops by and like knowing full well she's coming like after the ceremony. Yeah, that was, oh, that was good. I don't know if um, you've talked about this and I don't think you've talked about this in previous episodes, but like I did want to touch on Katie's like outfits and like her style. Like I think from what I understand, like they have stylists on the show and like if The Bachelorette is not like, maybe super like has a, a, a set personal style then like they'll kind of lean on those stylists but like what on god's green earth was that sequined plaid yes jacket dress at oh, the, like, I know. was it the group date like yeah girl I do not know what they were thinking with that one I think it's one of those things like a lot of times they kind of will wear stuff that would only look good on tv and it was the same thing. Like, I saw that. And I'm like, why is her, like, was it like a pea coat or a trench coat? I'm like, why is it sparkling? And then she, like, came up close. And the whole thing was, like, those little plastic, like, like shimmery sequins. Like, the whole thing. And I was just like, it kind of looks good on TV when it, like, sparkles when she walks and stuff. And I was like, that's so, like, you could never wear that in real life. It's so tacky. <laughs> I just, like, I I feel like sometimes the way they do her makeup and hair and, like, her outfits for, like, these, especially for, like, they, I think they've been doing a good job for the casual outfits for, like, the group dates during the day and, like, the one-on-ones. Like, she had a really cute plaid jacket. Um, I think they've been doing okay for that. But, like, something about, I don't know, when they're putting her in these, like, evening gowns, and I'm like, who chose this? Like, it almost, like, ages her a little bit. Like, it just makes her, I don't know, like... I just was not, I'm, I haven't been into her makeup and hair and, and outfits this season. I feel like a middle part could like maybe change her life. Like her part is very <laughs> aggressive as well. Like, I don't know. I just, there've been yeah. some good ones, but that one was just a miss for me. <laughs> yeah. I have found like, there was another episode where she was wearing like this green um, metallic dress and I liked the dress and it was kind of like shimmery and like disco-y. And then her hair was just, like, so, so flat. Um, And I was like, you're in such a fun dress. And then you just gave her, like, the most boring hair. Like, there was no volume in her hair, no volume in her dress. Like, the whole thing was just, like, like it was all wet almost. And Yeah, I remember that one. I was like, she just needs, like, a little updo with that. Like, it just took away from the fit. She just straightened her hair. And I was like, ugh. I don't know who did this. It is interesting. I think this is one of the first times they've filmed the majority of the season somewhere so cold. Like a lot of times I think it's in warmer places or in the summer more, um, or they'll like start traveling as it kind of happens. Um, So it's interesting because like there have never been so many jackets worn by someone on this show like to find out and they're trying to I think keep the jackets more fashionable because there's so many of them um but there's like one episode 
where she was in like a nice dress, but then just like this massive kind of like cardigan and I, which I didn't hate only because like that's a more realistic, like that's what I would wear. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting to see how it goes, but I've also heard that they, like the leads do still kind of get a say and what I've heard from some of the past stylists is that every girl comes in as like, oh, I don't want it to be all shiny and sparkly and that's too much. I'm not like that. And then they see it and they're like, never mind, I want it. <laughs> so it is curious, like how there's always so many sequins and sparkles in the episodes. Yeah. That and like whoever designs the sets, like it's been, it seems like from what I've seen of previous seasons, like just pure chaos in these sets like these backdrops of like the hotels they're at or like even just when they're doing like their interviews like you look in the background and there's just like a hundred different things going on there's like all these crazy carpets it's like low lighting I'm like who is designing these sets (laughs) just chaotic but I guess I'm not an interior designer so (laughs) with a grain of salt I guess I'm curious like when they normally go and travel at hotels and stuff if it's the hotel does a lot of like they have a lot of the decor and it's what you work with as you move around. But here it's interesting because obviously it's just like one location. And so they're trying to create spaces, I think, but it is, it is like interesting. Cause I never notice if they're in the same spot or not, like week to week when they're having conversations, like I couldn't tell you how many different places they've had conversations. And if it's like three or like 20, like I have no idea. Yeah. It's always, I don't know. It just seems to be like, they just love, I think, picking a theme. Like it seems to be very like almost, I don't know, like, I don't want to say Aztec because it's like cultural appropriation, but it just, it's, it's been interesting. It's very season. like almost like ranch slash yeah. desert this season. It was supposed to be in Jasper, um, but then I think there was travel issues, but they had booked out like all of Jasper to do this, this season originally. That's right, because they had afterwards, it was like on a huge sale to to book rooms. Yeah. Which I wanted wanted to do, but would have been cool to have one. Have they ever done a season in a Canadian location? I don't think so. I'm not sure if they've done hometowns or maybe like one episode or anything like that, but I don't really think they've spent a lot of time in Canada. So it definitely would have been cool. And I can see now, like, the place they're at. I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously Jasper would have worked really well for this. Mm-hmm. They would have had so many cool dates, especially with COVID. Like, they could have just done everything out yeah. in the mountains doing different stuff. Yeah, it would have been really neat. The last thing I want to ask you is if there's any person or moment that is your favorite or who stands out to you from any season you've watched um and just yeah what your favorite is (laughs) um I was trying to look back today and like I looked through the cast from Peter's season and I either didn't remember anyone or didn't really like them so not from that season um from Matt's season I really liked Abigail other than like Michelle and Katie who are now bachelorettes um I really liked them and then I really liked Abigail and it was nice to have some representation for the disabled community um I kind of wish that she also was a bachelorette I think that would be really cute um she's just a little cutie but in terms of this season I don't know why I'm like I've fallen so hard for Greg and I could not tell you why because he's <laughs> just kind of like your average white dude but 
I don't know. I think it's something about his energy and like they're connecting really well um, that I really like him. And I think he's going to go far. However, I think he's going to let us down. Like I just have this feeling for some reason that he's going to let us down in the worst way. Mm. Um, But other than him, like I really like Michael. I think he's like just so like cute and wholesome and really genuine. Um, And then kind of, a sleeper pick. I think Josh is so cute. Like he's hardly gotten any screen time, but like he got a little bit more this episode. Um, he's always wearing his like turtleneck and jacket combo. <laughs> yeah. And he just seems very cute, like very good energy, but um, it's tough. Cause yeah, I've only watched the three seasons and I really hated Peter's season. So um, those are kind of my standouts for right now. Yeah, I agree. Josh gets like no screen time at all. Um, it's like Connor C was on the group date this episode. I think it's the first time we've seen Connor C and Andrew M do anything. Um, but yeah, obviously like we love Michael. We talked about Michael a lot last episode, but I don't know what it is about Greg that makes everyone like him so much. Cause like I get it and like, I feel it too. And I don't know if it's just because you see him connecting with Katie so much or if it just feels like, I don't know, like maybe it's because he's younger and closer to our age compared to some of these guys or like, he just like, it's like every guy you've ever had a crush on who disappointed you. He looks like that, but he has yet to disappoint us. Yeah, exactly. I think Katie, didn't Katie even said the first, like, from when he got out of the limo, didn't she say he looks like my ex? Like, Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. no, he's screwed, but it, like, he's done really well. Yeah, I, that, I think that's why, like, he, I, I'm really, I really like him, but I just, I'm withholding a little bit because I just have a feeling he's going to disappoint us. I hope not, but we will see. Um, but also Justin, I think, needs to be kept around solely for his reactions. He's like, so funny. They have been some of the fun, like going on Twitter after each episode, I just scroll for like hours and it's all just like reaction <laughs> gifts of, of Justin. It's so funny. Um, and also Twitter was very upset about Christian not getting the rose, which I also was kind of surprised about. But I yeah. think he might be, like, I think we'll see him again in some capacity in, in the Bachelor Nation. I think he would do well in paradise. Like I really liked him too, but I think he was maybe a little bit young for Katie. Um, Cause I think he's one of the younger guys in the house and she's like, she's 30 and I forget how old he is, but he, yeah, he's 26. So I, I'm a little sad he went home, but I'm sure I'll be back. Yeah. I don't think they had much of a connection per se, but the power of Twitter, like, he will be, yeah, he will be back in some capacity. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hope Greg doesn't, I hope he doesn't disappoint us. Like, <laughs> you always get worried for, like, hometowns for something weird to happen. And then the other thing you always worry about is, like, the lead, like, choking, like, getting too conflicted and then just, like, not being able to make a proper decision and, like, picking someone. But I don't know. I I was going to say, like, I thought it was, I don't know if this happens usually, but for her to say to him that she was falling for him, like, this soon seemed, like, huge. Like, she seems really, really into him. It seems um, really early for her to be saying that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I'm not surprised at all, given like how their dates and stuff have gone and how strong their connection seems, but it is pretty early. But then he also was like, oh, I love you so much. So maybe she felt a little bit more okay saying it. That's true. Yeah. And I guess I'm just thinking to that um, when they did the season preview and there's a clip of him like sobbing where I'm like, oh God, something's happening. Oh <laughs> so, no, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, are you sure it wasn't when he ate the half a hero? I know. Cause I think it was, he was like sobbing and then oh. he like was like, fuck this and like stormed off. Like, I think he, I think oh. something goes down. So oh, no. I don't know. Well, as always, it'll be the most dramatic season ever. So we'll have to stick around and see. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. I honestly am so honored, like first podcast ever. And I appreciate you taking a chance on someone who has very little bachelorette (laughs) knowledge. (laughs) But I had a lot of fun. I'm glad you had fun. It's great to have someone who's not so biased and burdened from all the past events and history and (laughs) maybe a little bit fresher watching the dates and everything and no I'm glad it was fun yeah thanks so much and thank you everyone for listening I really appreciate it and we'll see you next time